0: Welcome, everybody, where we pour out weekly business lessons from those who live their dreams. I'm your host, Joe Pardo, and my guest today is making his dreams come true by... Oh, crap. I didn't, I didn't write down the actual thing. Uh, say, say it for me.
1: Jeff Clem from Moby Webcom?
0: No. Oh, how do you made your dreams come true? Oh. <laughs> uh, go ahead. We don't edit on the show, so...
1: Uh, How I make my dreams come true was by following my passions.
0: Yes, and I should have wrote that down, so eggs on me. Dreamers, wherever (laughs) you are right now, help me out by giving a warm, big welcome to our guest, Jeff Clem, who already said his name. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Jeff. Thank you, Joe. Uh, Jeff, why don't you get started by giving some background about yourself?
1: Yeah, so uh, this is Jeff Clem, and uh, so my background is uh, I've always been in the uh, technology field in simulation and game development and web-based training development. So I've always been around technology, and uh, you know, started with uh, various companies through the years, and just kind of you know developed a passion for technology itself and trying to use technology to both train and educate uh, people throughout the world in, in different and, and more interesting ways. Uh, so today, uh, I continue to follow my passion in uh, utilizing new technologies and old technologies as well uh, in different ways. So, uh,
0: so how did you get started with your with being in business uh, for yourself? Like, what were some of the first steps you took when you decided that this was for you? Uh,
1: this is going to be a funny story. So years ago, uh, a, a buddy and mine, uh, a buddy of mine and I at work, uh, decided one day we wanted to get into web development and start doing, uh, e-commerce sites. So mm-hmm. we ran a, a newspaper ad for 50 bucks, uh, in the newspaper. And, uh, you know, lo and behold, a couple of weeks later, somebody, uh, answered the uh, ad. And next thing you know, we were developing websites, uh, for local businesses. And this is, you know, probably about 20 years ago. So like, the whole e-commerce and getting websites for your business was a new thing. So it was kind of exciting for us. And we did because, uh, you know, we had some extra spare time and we were just kind of interested in the web and wanted to learn more. And, uh, one thing for, you know, one thing led to another from there for myself, of course, you know, the guy that I originally started working with on websites, you know, he dropped off and, you know, went off and did other things. And I just continued on and, uh, just continued to do web development and uh, actually, you know, I guess it was about 15 years later, I actually, uh, you know, had been doing the business, doing the work, but then I actually turned it into a real business in, in
0: 2012. Oh, wow. So uh, five years, five years ago already. Mm-hmm. But so so how long had you been doing it from to that point?
1: I would say up until 2012. Yeah, about 15 years. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. that's a, That's a long time as mm-hmm. a hobby yeah, side. Exactly. It's exactly what it was. It was a hobby. Yep. Yep.
1: <laughs>
0: so so um so was was this uh was 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 having your own business something that you you had in the cards for you like going back?
1: Yeah, I always kinda knew that I wanted to have my own business mm-hmm. but of course, you know, it takes a little while to figure it out and, and understand what it takes to start a business and, you know, it's it's a scary venture, you know, especially when you're younger and you're trying to figure out, you know, the business world itself. And, uh, so yeah, I always kind of knew that I wanted to do my own business and start my own business. Uh, I just didn't know how it took me a little while to figure out how to do it though. So I did it as a hobby pretty much for (laughs) for many years, many years, more years than I, a hobby you got paid for, what's that? A hobby you got paid. A hobby I got paid for too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was actually a plus too. I mean, it was a nice little, uh, side gig, you know, for a while. And then I just started it and made it full time finally <laughs> <laughs>
0: so i would, I would, normally I would ask you how your family took it when you got started, but let's let's not talk about when you actually got the business because like, it was probably like finally, but going back I guess twenty years, mm-hmm. how did your family take it then
1: um well, of course, you know when you're doing it on the side, it's a lot of uh nights and weekends after your regular job, so you know of course the family was. You know, it's still, it, family's important to me. You know, obviously you can't, uh, you know, you don't want to work your life away, obviously. But, um, you know, some t- sometimes it was a sacrifice, you know. And again, it was not so much about, you know, even though I was getting paid, it wasn't about the money. It was about me following and developing a passion. I wanted to learn. I wanted to continue to learn. I didn't want to just, you know, like I did, go to school, get a couple degrees and then stop there. Um, I just always have had an interest in technology, particularly and web development, uh, was one thing that I really wanted to learn more about and continue to learn. And it's an it's a type of industry and technology that you have to keep learning continuously. Um, so again, there was a lot of you know nights and weekends of not only doing the work but then also doing research and teaching myself certain things or new technologies or new code or whatever it would be. So they were always supportive um, and they knew that you know it was. It was like you know where some people are out you know maybe golfing you know on the weekends you know, instead I was <laughs> sitting at home developing sites or developing applications So
0: and so okay so when you finally decided to make the switch over I guess it I guess it was a, a relief actually yeah. I'd imagine for your family to to be able to maybe recover it, it was a time. scary
1: relief though a scary relief because you know again making that jump is never an easy thing to do and uh, it comes down to you know having you know the guts to do it um but then also the confidence in yourself that everything's going to be fine you know that you know that you're going to be able to succeed doing it
0: oh yeah definitely i mean it, it's yeah <laughs> it takes a lot of uh it you know and because it, it does change the dynamic too because the safety net is not there like right. well you know if this doesn't work out it's okay because i still have like a job that's paying bills right. like <laughs> yeah. outside of this
1: yeah, that's all gone. That safety net is removed. As soon as you make the move and you decide to go full force and do it full time on your own, yeah, your safety net is gone. <laughs> so, as far as your,
0: your, uh, Spending your, your, your spare time Like what what do you Like what was you, do, you Doing before for a hobby Did you even have a hobby before Or was it just Basically developing websites Yeah uh, Not and, really And what about now <laughs> Today
1: Yeah I mean I, I did the typical things Like you know I would You know Go out with friends And we would go Maybe rollerblade You know Roller played hockey or uh, yeah, yeah. Played did, hockey I or anything. about that. Before. Yeah, I, I think, think we, did. we did. Yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah, mean, yeah. things like that, you know, but I never had anything that like I did on a regular basis. <laughs> like some people have you know, certain hobbies that they do or sports that they play on a regular basis. No, I really didn't. Uh, you know, again, researching it and, and playing around with new technology and developing things was, uh, was, was my hobby. It really was. Yeah.
0: So, uh, so when it comes to having your own business, the what, what what's what feels best about it in the last five years for you?
1: Well, the main thing is I, I always say is that you know good or bad, I always know where I stand. Uh, I know what direction I'm going in. Um, uh, I like the leadership of my company. I trust in the leadership <laughs> of my company. You like your boss. <laughs> I like my boss. He's a good guy. Uh, but that that's the main thing is that, you know, I always, I'm always shaping my own direction. And uh, and again, good or bad, because you got to take the good with the bad. Everything's not rosy. Um, good or bad, I always know where I stand. That's the favorite part about being on my own and owning yeah. my own
0: business. No, I, I, I would agree. I mean, uh, it's it, it definitely is a... Uh, you know it might not be a relief so much for your family, but it can be a relief on your end, especially if you didn't particularly enjoy where you you came from to begin with uh, yeah. when it comes to like the job you were working at so um so real quick, I want to remind everyone that they're listening to the Dreamers podcast your host me, Joe Pardo and I'm interviewing Jeff Clem from Moby webcom Jeff, what's been the biggest roadblock for you?
1: Uh, I always have to say uh, getting enough um enough financial stability and getting enough of a business plan in place that, that I was confident enough in, mm-hmm. in order to make the leap. Uh, and again, it, again, it took me more years than I, than now that I'm there, I, I wish I had done it earlier because I think I could have done it earlier. Um, but my biggest barrier was really, um, just having the confidence to do it and, and pulling the trigger basically is what it was. Um, but after doing that, uh, you know, everything's been everything's been fine um
0: what was the switch for you like what 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 made you five years ago think like okay like now's that time
1: uh well my breaking point was maybe a little bit before then and that's when i really started seriously setting things up that i needed to set up in order to make the move but my breaking point was uh when i was sitting in a conference uh in a meeting conference with uh 10 or 15 of my colleagues can't quite remember, but I remember looking around the room and uh, you know, the majority of the people that were in the room were sitting there nodding off and looking like drones and just very bored, you know, zombie like, and I was like, I don't want to be like this. I don't want to just fall into this um, rut where I'm just going to work to make a paycheck and everything. I still want to make a difference. I still want to continue to learn. I still want to follow my passions. Um, so I, I think that was my turning point is seeing that and just realizing, uh, I, I don't want to stop. I don't want to just, you know, give up and just go to work. Mm.
0: Well, absolutely. What, well, um, so as far as making a difference, like let's, let's talk a little bit about, you know, the involvement that you, you do with, uh, HopeWorks, which is how I mm, met you right? Right. Yeah. With, with the work that I do there. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about how you, you came across HopeWorks and actually uh that you get to make there
1: yeah that was a luckily i came across um when i was starting my business i came across the uh the south jersey chamber of commerce Mm -hmm. and my ambassador was valerie
0: that's how (laughs) i learned
1: of hope works and i was at it you know one of the functions and i met her and then she was telling me about hope works and yeah, you know, I didn't totally grasp exactly what it was at first. And she said, Well I'll come out and you know meet meet the meet the uh, young adults. They're not kids, they're young adults. We call them youth. The youth. Yeah. Uh meet them and I'll tell you, you know, that's all it took for me. I was hooked. Uh, as soon as I went out there to Hope Works and met the youth, um, just great people. Um and I was just so inspired by the work that Hope Works was doing that you know, I had to get involved, you know. Mm. Um I, I couldn't uh, couldn't not get involved. So so uh since then, you know, I've been trying to coach and mentor whenever I can, I come over, you know, and volunteer and then also with the well it used to be called the hackathon what they're calling it now, I, the,
0: well it could be like code day code Day, I like think they're calling Dan it. Dan still calls it the hackathon. Yeah, that's okay. just that's just Dan. That's just Dan. <laughs> yeah.
1: So the new code day or yeah, previously whatever new, we're aka it. hackathon, you yeah. know, getting involved with that and and supporting that and again it that's a great event and again it's you know, for me it's gratifying because I do like to as best I can hopefully give back and inspire uh youth, you know, that are, you know, at a point where I was maybe twenty years ago and help them see that, you know, it's not about just uh going to school and getting a job and, and you know and punching a clock. It's about following your passions. It's about doing what you feel you are meant to do in the world not just in your personal life and your family life but also in your career
0: yeah no absolutely the uh, uh you know the biggest difference that you can make to society is to be happy right <laughs> right yeah. like if you're happy then you can make other people happy and you're doing it you and it's a win win yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely 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 um Win times seven billion. Uh, so so uh, no, that's that's awesome though. And, and you'll be at the the hackathon or whatever we're calling it this upcoming. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Sober I'll actually
1: be be, be given the keynote. Something. Oh, you are. By. Yeah, I'm giving the keynote. So I'll be really,
0: there. wow. I did not know that. That is yeah. that is awesome. Yeah. So um so uh so
1: so what was your childhood dream growing up? Did you envision all all of this? Man, I'll tell you, no, not really. Um, I, I mean, again. Even when I was a young kid, you know, I was always uh, always tinkering with things. You know, of course, you know, I don't want to give away my age <laughs> too much here. But, you know, computers and such didn't really exist. I mean, Commodore 64s existed. That's okay. a computer? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah I guess. Is, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why always
0: people are like, oh, you know, computer. I didn't grow up with computers. Like, you, you realize they've been around since, like, the... 40s slash yeah, 50s yeah, right yeah. like i get it they, they weren't in everybody's house or anything but like
1: yeah like i had one of the first i guess consumer computers like the six counter six and i would yeah. always you know tinker with that and get the little you know they had magazines at the time that you can look at and then there was like programs in there and you could sit there and type the them in yep. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so i mean i always kind of did things like that but also like just tinkering like with mechanical things like you know of course riding your bike was a big thing, you know, when you're a kid and everybody had a BMX bike. You know? So <laughs> always trying to tinker it, tinker with it, you know, make it better, you know, so it could, you know, you could jump better hills or whatever it would be, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, I've always had that, um, that kind of, uh, you know, spark to me in terms of always wanting to experiment and tinker with things and, uh, just learn how things work. And then to me, yeah, that turns into a passion like I have today.
0: So, so with all that said, what are your dreams for the future looking like?
1: Well, I tell you, what I'm, what I really want to do. And if you're talking about you're talking about more about the, my business itself,
0: uh, all, all everything, Uber. everything, because life and business really are intertwined. I mean, I always say to tell people, yeah. like, you need to build your business for your lifestyle, not your lifestyle for True. your business. But I, which is funny because every time I say it, I always feel like I said it backwards. Um, but yeah. Uh, you know, it's important that they're that they're, they're so intertwined because they they both run through the people because it's just people, right? right? It's just an organization, right? Of people, right? So so yeah,
1: go go for it, yeah, dream so, big. So my real dream is uh, again. So I have a son and a daughter, and of course a wife. Uh, my son is a very talented artist. Um, you know. Sometimes we wonder where his talent came from because he's just so creative. And then my daughter as well. Um, she's uh, a budding photographer that's very good, has a very good eye. So they both have very creative um, angles to them. So so if I had to say my dream was combining my, my personal life with my business and where I want to go with it, the dream is to build the business uh, into a full capability virtual reality studio. And what exactly that looks like because of the way technology moves. You don't know exactly what that means, you know five years, 10 years, 15, 20 years from now, Um, but having, uh, you know, if they wanted to, my, my son and my daughter, I I continue to show them what I do with my business. And it's a very creative business. Mm -hmm. Um, and of course there's a lot of graphic arts involved with it you know, photography is needed images and things of that nature. So the dream would be to, uh, turn it more and more into a family business, um, you know, and grow it from there and then, you know, give them a, a, a a place where they can explore and continue to grow their passions as well. You know, in the arts and the photography or wherever else, whatever else they develop over time.
0: Ah, that's awesome. That's awesome. See, it is all tied together. It is all tied together. You're right. I didn't
1: realize it until you said it.
0: (laughs) Um, Jeff, how can people connect with you
1: online and get in touch with you? Okay. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not a, uh, uh, I don't have a super huge social media footprint, but I do have one. You know, maybe it's a baby footprint, but uh they can get in touch with me obviously uh through the web on my uh website, mm-hmm. which is ww.mobywebcom dot com. Uh also on Facebook, uh there's a Facebook page at Moby Webcom. And as well as on Twitter, again, same handle at Moby Webcom, and then also uh through LinkedIn. I don't have a business LinkedIn page, but they can get in touch with me personally. Okay, uh, through with my Jeffrey Jeff Clem uh, LinkedIn page.
0: I will add all those to to the uh, show notes at dreamerspodcast dot com. Uh, Jeff, thank you so much for taking time and and for I don't think I mentioned this earlier, but Jeff's actually here in the studio, which has been a while since I've done a uh, an episode here in, in my studio. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's a pleasure to have you here. And I I definitely look forward to having you on again. Is there any last thoughts you'd like to
1: share? Again, like I said, you know, if, if you, you know, feel like you have something in you that's more and greater than what an employer is using you for, or able to give you, um, follow that passion, uh, and never give up on it because, you know, if you're passionate about something, great things will come.
0: That is 110% true. um, you know, and if you have gotten something out of this episode, please, please, please feel free to share it with a friend uh, and, and the whole show or just this episode. Either way, I would really appreciate it. And I'm sure they would really appreciate it because if they if you think that they're going to get something out of it, I'm sure that they will. Jeff, thank you so much again. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Business Podcast featuring Super Joe Pardo. Get more business content at superjoepardo.com. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on The Business Podcast, send an email to joe at superjoepardo.com. The Business Podcast is copyrighted to 234 Solutions, LLC.